0: Hi, everyone, it's Siri here. Welcome to the Balls Deep Down Under podcast. It's time to get Balls Deep. I hope you enjoy the show. Now, over to Pete. Oh, thanks, Siri. It's so great to have you Balls Deep with us. No worries, Pete. See you soon. It's time for the Balls Deep Down Under podcast. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Balls Deep Down Under podcast. And I got to say, thanks, Siri. It was absolutely lovely working with you. You were so professional, um, friendly, um, and we just had a great time chatting. And and she was. Very happy to do that intro for me, and I'm really glad she did it. So thanks a lot, Siri. Really appreciate it. Rightio, a little bit of housekeeping, guys, for the start of this week. Um, A couple of things I want to talk to you about after chatting with uh, the co-commish, Jackson Takos, Jacko. So I just want to emphasize to you when it comes to the draft that we're going to have a third-round reversal. Now, what that means is um, the order of round three will be reversed and then continue on for each round. So this has shown in the past uh, from various websites uh, that it makes a more fair competition, So, uh, especially for the later picks. So third round reversal. So if you're not sure about it, look into it, Google it and uh, get your head around it, but uh, it's a fairer way of doing it and that's how we've decided to do it. Um, also, the IDP scoring has been lowered so that defensive players should score similar to an outside top five tight end. So you can check that on the uh, the main board where we chat and it will show you exactly what uh, scoring is there. And, uh, yeah, give us some feedback if you if you're not happy with it. I think you'll be okay with it. So just a an in uh, a bit of a uh, outline of uh, what's going to happen in uh, episode three of the deep of the balls deep down under podcast. Hope you enjoyed the first two, by the way. So uh, we've done some housekeeping. Um, I'm going to run through today a mock result just to look at who's going where. So last week I actually did a, a five rounds of a mock. This week I'm going to run through probably the 10 15 rounds um of a mock that somebody's done online and just get uh, you know it's, it's the same setup as we've got 10 teams uh half point PPR. Um, not quite the same in terms of I don't think there's a defensive player, but we won't get to that anyway. But we'll just start uh, chatting about who's going where and why, and I'll put my thoughts forward. This then leads into another section I'm going to do today about draft strategies. So I found a website uh, called the fantasy football com, and uh, what it does is gives you a sort of the ideal draft strategy depending on your position in the draft. So it's quite interesting. So for example, if you've got the third position, uh, it, it'll reveal um, whether you should go running back, running back, uh, tight end, wide receiver, for example, for your first four picks. So uh, stay tuned for that section. And I've got another example trade. Uh, the Sleeper app offers trading of draft picks, so you can you can get on with your fellow team members and, and draft uh, some of your, your picks coming up for this year or next year. You might decide, well, hang on. I really want two picks in the first round of this year so if I trade with uh With young Jackson, for example, and uh, say, hey, Jackie, what's your strategy? Are you happy to get two picks in the second round or uh, an extra pick in round four or uh, just give up your first round pick and they'll give you the next two years' first round picks? You you can negotiate things like that. It's quite uh, exciting, I think, leading into the draft. So we've got an example of that. Also, uh, a little bit of a feel-good from uh, um, somebody I've I've come across, not come across physically, but online this week, a 103-year-old Eddie Jakuul. Just going to talk you through a little bit about Eddie and his attitude to life and how we got to 103, just for something different. Now, to finish off this intro, a joke of the day. Now, the guys I work with know this joke, um, but I thought I'd share it with you. So here you go. If your Uncle Jack helped you off a camel, would you help your Uncle Jack off a camel? I'll leave you with that one, guys. Let's go balls deep into the podcast, episode three. Okay, boys, let's get balls deep into this uh, mock draft here. So this is um, a half PPR mock draft with 10 teams, similar to us. Uh, Out of this one, they actually had five people enter, which is a good result because sometimes you only get one or two. So the rest are done by the computer. So it just gives you an idea if there's more – the more people that are – in the, in the draft, the more sort of a realistic view you're going to get or decisions making. So it's um, this one's a good one, so I thought to go through. So let's let, let's try and buzz through it fairly quickly and, and I'll just sort of add what I can and just get your mind thinking ready for our draft, which is in just nine days, guys, nine days. I cannot wait. Oh, Dougie, please, can you come? Magic Mike, please, can you come? We're going to have the theatre operating on the big screen. There'll be some beers. We might get some food, pizzas, whatever. We're going to have a great time, guys. Come on, please come. I shouldn't have to beg you. Not in this league. This league is all about people wanting to do it. All righty So no surprise, CMC. I think Magic Mike's got the first pick from memory. Uh, CMC's going to go, no doubt. Zeke's second. That was Zeke's second. All That was computer-generated too. Suck-on third. Uh, Dalvin Cook fourth. And then Michael Thomas fifth, just before Kamara. Now, that can be unusual. So the two things there, Zeke going before Barkley and Michael Thomas going before Kamara. So that's uh, quite interesting. And the computer was the Kamara pick at six, so the the guy snuck in and got f- Michael Thomas at five, which I don't know is always going to happen. It might not even happen in our league. He might not even go until pick eight or nine, but that's what's happened. That generally seems to be what, what's happening. Then we got Joe Mixon in at seven. I don't know about Joe Mixon. Um, it seems like they got him running well and committed to the game plan in the second half of last year, but shit, I remember that first half where he struggled – I think I had him, um, almost traded him. Could, couldn't trade him, I reckon, at one point. Then he came good. The great Derrick Henry, pick eight, computer generated, pick nine. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that's probably where he's going now. Lamar Jackson, quarterback, number one quarterback of the comp, I think. I, well, I think, I think he did. I think he's more, more chance of doing, uh, getting the number one spot over um, Mahomes. I think. So anyway, he's. He came in the top 10. Now, that's unusual as well. Rightio. So, now we flick back to who's next. It looks like they've gone over to the first pick again. So, they've snaked on the second round. So, that's a little bit different to what we do, but it gives you a little bit of an idea what happens. So, Julio Jones went set to the next pick, first pick of the second round. Eckler then another wide receiver, Hopkins. So, in the top, uh, what's that, 13 picks? Michael Thomas, Hopkins, Julio Jones have all gone. Uh, Miles Sanders. Now, Miles Sanders, again... This one's more situation. They, they, they seem to think that he's going to be the uh, the workhorse back there this year. It was Last year, he was in and out, flashy, a couple of injuries near the end. So oh, I'm, I don't know if I'm big on him. I've got too many memories as well. But a lot of the pundits around there are saying Miles Sanders is cherry ripe. Um, Nick Chubb, nine. So Kenyon Drake, ten. Nick Chubb. You know, he's got Hunt there in the backfield. Um, there's a good chance Hunt will get a lot of the catching. This is half-point PBR, though, not full-point PBR, so it's probably not as crucial. And shit, we know Chubb does those big, long runs. And he's a bit of a workhorse. He's a, he's a young, strong lad, so he could get a lot of – he could get in the top five this year, I, I think. I think he's just got that, that explosiveness about him. You And when you compare him to someone like Miles Sanders – it's chalk and cheese, I think, and Joe Mixon as well. I, I'm not sure why he's so low. Kenyon Jake again, situational. I think he had a top came into the, the team uh, Arizona late in the year, four games ago from memory, and blitzed. You know he's he's got a good situation. There's not much in not much in the backfield other than him. Uh, so situationally, he should do well. And uh, you know he's he's in the top 15, and that's probably where he should be. Now the Devontae Adams and Torric Hill come in. There's the two wide receivers. They could easily go earlier. Torric Hill, as we said last week, big weeks. So if you've got extra wide receivers, I reckon he's great to have for those big weeks where you just want to go for it and you've got nothing to lose. Devontae Adams, Mister Consistency. You know Green Bay though, who knows what's going to happen. But he's been so consistent over the years. Josh Jacobs, he's right down at the back end of the second round. Now he's one that they 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 say for Vegas could just get a lot of work and show some great signs his, his his figures in his first year' his rookie year were exceptional um and then then it was Kittle, so Kittle in the top two rounds, so the first tight end off the board in the top two rounds now next, I think it doesn't okay, so yeah, okay, so Kenny golliday, wide receiver, first pick of the third round, and now the a string on running backs so like I said, I think the running backs are going to go early. In, in this 10-team comp, because it's going to be hard to get those high-scoring running backs, so we've got Fournette, Connor, Carson. Then Godwin, and like I said, Bill, throw in Mike Evans, who's going to get the role out of Godwin and Evans? Evans has posted 1,000-yard receiving receiving per year f- for the last five years, you know? So even though he's got Brady, you could argue that Brady's pretty good uh, and he should get another 1,000 yards, so he, he's got every right to be in the top three round, but Godwin, they think, will play, like I said last week, more that uh, that role, the Edelman role and, and uh, Brady will go to him. But it's all with buts and maybes. Who knows? So another running back, Aaron Jones, and then Kelsey. So Kelsey and Kittle in the top, the top three rounds. To round out the third round, Mahomes. Now it gets interesting. Four and five. So you've probably got your top three running backs or two running backs and a wide receiver. Now... I would say the wide receivers are going to start to go and, and we want to keep our eye on who goes when. DJ Moore, Beckham, those guys, Woods, um, Cooper Cap, um, Scary, Mc- Terry McLaurin, you know, all these guys, wh- where they're going to go and who's going to get them. So first in the fourth round was a running back, Mark Ingram, you know, he's got some competition in there with one of the rookies that's come in, um, but... With given COVID, is Ingram? Ingram had a great year last year, top ten running back. Is he going to be the number one guy? I got a feeling he will. Calvin Ridley, Atlanta, you know, next to um, uh, one of the great receivers is Julio jo- Jones. I think he's the one that's there with him. Um, far out, you know, he's tipped to have a great year as well. Young guy, you know, third year rookie or third coming in his third year in the comps. So he's cherry ripe. Juju with Big Ben. He, he could go off. So we're, now we're, we're midway through the fourth round, and you've got, you have get into these types of people. Melvin Gordon, number one running back at Denver. Could be unbelievable. Really good touchdowns, like I said last week. DJ Moore, Beckham, Murray Cooper. Here's the run on wide receivers. Alan Robertson, Adam Thielen. Then we've got Jonathan Taylor at the back end of the fourth. T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Lockett, AJ Brown. That's deep. That's deep. I think AJ Brown. I thought he's higher than that. DK Metcalf. And then that sort of second string running back, in the which is in now what are we? The f- fifth round. So you've got Singletary, Gurley, Mark Andrews, The tight end. Robert Woods, as I spoke about. David Johnson, another running back, who knows what's going to happen, but could be a bell cow, Cooper Cup. So that top five rounds is so important, but I think you can sneak this sixth round into that as well in terms of some really good wide receivers. So you can leave your running back, sorry, your wide receiver choices, I think a little bit later, possibly. Not saying what's that. that's what I'm going to do, guys. You're not going to know my strategy, but it's possible. So Stefan Diggs at the top of the sixth round. DJ Chark. Oh, Minshew's going to chuck it to him for sure. You know that's the excitement machine, Minshew. It's all happening there, at Jacksonville, and DJ Chark's on the end of it. Big, big, big fella can run, can catch. Ronald Jones in the sixth round. My God, that's a good pickup. You could get him as your third running back if you if you attack the running back, uh, take the running back strategy in this. There he is, scary Terry McLaurin. He's midway through the sixth round. Courtland Sutton, Sutton, a lot of mouths to feed there. Will he get it? Will he get a lot of the ball? Probably. Keenan Allen getting on a bit. Then we've got Mostart, Montgomery. So Montgomery, this, you're hearing things come out of Chicago. that He, again, is going to get a lot of the footy and do a lot of running. In, I think he's in his second or third year as well. So he could be a you know, sleeper there. But, uh, you know, get him in the sixth round, it's a good pickup for a running back. Zach Ertz, tight end. So the, the top right ends, tight ends are gone now. Ertz, Andrews, Kittle and Kelsey. So I, I'm thinking if you don't get your tight end in the top five or six rounds, You you can still leave it. There's heaps more down the end. You know, there's Kosicki and a few other guys. I I don't know. You have to look into it yourself. I'm not going to give away any secrets, but there's a lot of opportunities. Cam Akers, a rookie. So now we're in that seventh round. J.K. Dobbins, Marquise Brown, Josh Allen. So here comes some quarterbacks. I'm not sure if I'll go this early. Evan uh, Evan Ingram Ingram from Giants. Here we go. Watson to Sean Watson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. So by round seven... I think by round seven, the second tier wide uh, quarterbacks are gone as well. So getting in the eighth round, we're just going to do 10 rounds just out of interest. Marlon Mack, Aaron Rodgers, don't know how he's in the eighth round. You you don't know what you're going to get for him this year. Brandon Cooks, AJ Green, Craig, I know you love him. I know you love him, Craig. I don't like to divulge that to our other team members, but we do know how much you love AJ Green. (laughs) I bet you had him on your your team for the whole year on you. Then goes Hunter Henry and Hunter Henry and another favourite of Craig's, the Gronk. And he's a favourite mine actually, I think he's gonna have a big year. And you get him in the eighth round. Not sure why he goes in the eighth round, though should be later. Drew Brees always uh, exceptional, throwing throwing the ball around under you know, the roof down there in New Orleans. So um you're gonna get value out of him, even though he's getting older. Uh, rightio, so top of the ninth round We've still got a reasonable quarter Running back there, Jordan Howard you know, In Miami, new team uh, he, he had a great run last year until he got injured So he could be another sleeper This is the big one for me Not saying I'd get him, I think he's too risky Will Fuller, so Hopkins is gone Fuller in something like 40, 40 out of 60 uh, matches Has, has averaged 1,000 yards I think it was like, really, Done really well in the 40 games he's played But he's been injured Know can he get the uh, the targets that Hopkins used to get? Um, you could take a punt on him, but Jesus, a high ceiling, high upside, and he's in. The, you're getting him in the ninth round. So You've almost got your team. You almost get getting him as your third wide receiver, Jarvis Landry again. You know you got um you got a gun quarterback in his third year throwing it around. Um, Beckham. Who knows? He, he he may struggle. So Landry could get a lot of it with new coaches there at the Browns. You know, I'm surprised he's going in the ninth round. Devontae Parker, Miami again, great pick up in the ninth round. And then a couple of running backs: Phil Lindsay, On Johnson, and then here is another one of the great Pats, the Patriots: Julian Edelman. Get over a thousand yards every year with him, even though Brady's gone. Might even get might even do better with Cam there. Last one we're going to look at, guys. Top of the 10th round, Antonio Gibson, explosive. Geis is gone. Gibson moves in. Is he going to get the ball more than love? Don't know. bit risky. But if you're third or fourth running back, you could take a punt. Marvin Jones down in the 10th round is unbelievable. Second string there at uh, Detroit. Second wide receiver. Posts a lot of yards every year. I'm I'm surprised he's there in round 10, but not a well-known player. Higby, so a tight end. Silly move, that one. I'm not really sure who did that. CC, his nickname is. That's silly. Higby in the 10th round. There's too many other good tight ends. You might as well wait there and get another wide receiver or running back. So Madison next, the backup to Cooks. To Cook, Dalvin Cook, uh, that's not a bad get. Cook gets injured a lot. And then straight away, if you've got, if you've already got three running backs and you've got Madison and something happens to Dalvin Cook, man, you've got another t- running back one. You can either trade him and upgrade your wide receivers or just slot him into the flex position. Matt Breeder, he's fast, this guy. He's fast. And if he gets a lot of footy in Miami and, um, you know, we don't get much out of old, uh, when did I say? Who was he? Where's he gone? Uh, oh, shit! I forget that. Anyway, the other the other running back there. <laughs> um, if he doesn't get, if the other guy doesn't get a lot of it, then uh, Breeder's going to go nuts. And uh, Jordan Howard was, and um, with, his, with his talent and explosiveness, it, easy be a running back one. Uh, and you're getting, you know, you're getting him in the tenth round, midway through the tenth round. Tevin Coleman are probably put in the same category as Breeder. Um, possibly, I think Coleman has a bit more of a an upside of ceiling, but. Um, they share it around a bit there in San Fran, so I'm not sure much how much how consistent he'll be. Emmanuel Sanders, not big on him. You got Thomas there. I can't this, the second and third wide receivers in New Orleans don't seem to do do that well. James White, a little sleeper. James White. Cam Newton likes his running backs. Now it might be totally different to what Brady did when he was there. So James White getting him again as your third or fourth running back in round ten. That's a good pickup. And Debo Samuel, so another. Gun-wide receiver, explosive-wide receiver. The 10th round, probably because he's injured. Who picked him? Was that the computer? Yeah, that one was the computer. Just probably factored in an injury in their in their formula. So, um, you know, they've got him there. I doubt you'll get him there that low, Debo Samuel. Last pick in the 10th round, guys. Someone's got defense. San Francisco defense. And that's not even a computer-generated one. So San Francisco defense. So big questions when you get to round 10. You know, when are you going to pick up your defense and when are you going to pick up your tight end and your quarterback? Some, you know, if if the top quarterback comes to you early in the piece, Mahomes or Jackson, you've got to to think about it. If you get the opportunity to get Kittle or Kelsey, you've got to think about it. They're another tier above all the rest, and that could be the difference to you winning the championship. Alrighty, guys. I hope that's uh, got us balls deep enough and you've learned a little bit from that. More to come. So, if you go to the website fantasyfootballcalculator.com, it's a great little website that just, uh, based on where your draft position is, you can punch it into this um, app. And I'll run through, let me go through, say, the first, fifth and tenth um, positions you can put in your own. Um, Half PPR, scoring, ten teams. Um, So, what's the best draft strategy? You know, when, when do you go running back? When do you go quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, whatever. They've crunched the numbers and they've found the best strategy for every single draft position. By looking through thousands of recent half PPR, 10 team mock drafts, you can easily see the best draft strategy for that spot. So even the most experienced fantasy players... You know, you can get confused on draft day. You can, you can think making you know, decisions under pressure, time, the clock, uh, everyone around you, you know, when it, someone took that player but I really wanted this player and then you get rushed into it and You you sort of take a play you don't want um, or a position you don't want. So this this might just help you a little bit in, to keep some sort of strategy. So don't mess up your half PPR mock draft. Use these proven strategies. Um, have a look at it and see what you think. So the first one I'm going to do is uh, we'll, we'll go go For that first position again, so I've punched that in, then I go down. So if, the, if you got the first position, which I think is Magic, you Mike, Magic Mike, I think it's you, mate. I should have probably checked that. But so what they're saying here 99, um, the 99 projected uh, best score for that, um, or the best strategy for you for round one, two, and three, given that position and this year's draft is running back, tight end. Running back, that's 99. Now, if you went running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, that's the next best. That's not much difference, it's it's, it's 2%, but you now that all counts. But if you went down to say running back, running back, running back, it's 94. So um, it's saying for you, mate, running back, tight end, running back. The next one, let's, let's go for the fifth. Type in the fifth. Wait for that to come up. You know, all these little interesting tools that are out there, guys. What I love about NFL fantasy football, there's so much information, so much, um, so many podcasts and websites. It's, you can get so deep, and we all love getting deep, don't we, balls deep? So that's what it's all about. So if you have the fifth draft position, um, at the 97.4% uh, projection, they're saying it's wide receiver, running back, running back. So I'm guessing that is like uh, maybe choosing Thomas, you know, Michael Thomas, then going running back, running back. Is They're saying that's the best, uh, best decision or best odds. The next one's interesting. then I mean, They're saying wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. And then wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. Wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end. And only then does it change where they say running back, wide receiver, running back. So there's no quarterbacks in there, notice. But uh, that one's a real interesting one. So type that one in yourself, guys, and have a look at it. Now I'm going to go to the last, the turnaround, the other turnaround point, the 10th. Um, let's have a look what happens in that, that one. So if you've got the 10th pick of, um, you know, the last pick of the first round, it's 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 similar to the other one, I think, from memory, the running back, running back, tight end. Because um, there's good running backs. There's Josh Jacobs, there's Miles Sanders, um, and then if you can pick up Kelsey or Kiddo, I guess that's a pretty good strategy. Um, and that's what you got to think about. Maybe from rounds uh, from picks eight, nine, and ten. Um, the next best one here was running back. So you know your Sanders or your Jacobs or your Kenyon Drake, etc. And then wide receiver, wide receiver. So there's probably still Julio there or, or Hopkins. And they're, they're your tier one wide receivers. So maybe you know this is giving you a little bit to think about going into the the draft. Um, nine days time. Um, can't wait. So <laughs> just to start thinking about your strategy, guys. Um, uh, whether you want to you know get your two or three running back and a couple of wide receivers, then go tight end and quarterback. Or do you want Mahomes? Do you want um, um, uh, Lamar Jackson? And, and Or do you want Kittle and Kelsey? And just not have any stress in that position. It's a strategy you need to think about before you go into um, draft night at the at uh, theatre, at the theater, at the, uh, the Bulls Deep Down Under Theatre, uh, where we're going to have a great time. And you, it's our first one, guys. It's our inaugural one. So please get in there. Get in deep. Let's get in on the night. Everyone, get their Good attendance and get the other guys online, and we're going to have a lot of fun. And that's what it's about. You know, every year, us guys getting together as guys and mates, banter, trading, and you know, get us, getting a good close group over the over the next uh, five to ten years and having some fun. So I hope that's helped you guys. Fantasyfootballcalculator.com Trade alert. So I want to tell you about a trade that happened in, a, happened in another league I'm in. Um, this one's picking something like 35 or 40 players. It's ridiculous. but uh, <laughs> And it gets a little bit out of hand, to be honest. But um, uh, just to, to sort of fill you in on this, is this is what happened at the back end of the – of the, uh, the t- this was an eight-hour pick as well. So you had eight hours to pick your, pick your player. Um, and at the back end of it, this guy, Jock Stach, Jock Stashy King, his name is, I think. Snipe King is his nickname, I think. No, sorry, Snipe King's the other guy. So you've got Jock Stash King and Snipe king and uh, at the at the back end of it this uh, snipe king guy decided he wanted to trade for some picks so <laughs> so he gets get get this so this is what you can do in the sleeper app during our draft by the way you can we can do things like this before the draft if you want to be a little bit out there this may come into the prize you know when when I pick the prize who me and Jack pick the prize and discuss who who did the best trade or the most ballsy trade or the most out there trade you know, then this could come into it so anyway so Snipe King gets this. He gets the 2020, 24th round, and the 2020, 25th round. But he loses the 25th round of 2020, a 27th round of 2020, and a first round of 2022. So he must have um must have had a 25th round from someone else. So then the other guy, Jock Statch King, he gets the 2020 25th round the 2020 27th round and the two here's the big one the 2022 first round so it seems to me that the old jock stage king he's given up a couple of picks um 24th and 25th um but getting a first in a couple of years so this other guy just wants a couple of picks in that 24th and 25th round um of the draft that i'm currently in so you know N- that one's not too exciting or not, nothing out there, but just gives you an idea of what's happening. And that's what I wanted. The situation is what I wanted to get across to you. That this draft has been going on for f- seven days now. Eight-hour picks um, takes so long. And these guys, uh, they're all in America. These guys, they're. Um, they're they're trading picks right down to the end to try and get some rookie or some backup running back that they want. Um, that's just one one strategy, one uh, way you can do things in the sleeper app. Um, I could see us during the the draft if we're all there and and online saying okay. 7th or 8th round There's a couple of right receivers there Only, There's one there That I definitely want another one I probably want But that'll go So I'm going to try And trade a pick here I'm going to try And give someone else around Maybe first round pick Next year and, and another extra one In two rounds time And I want two picks In this round Food for thought guys You must not You say, I don't like this person, but you don't hate. Hate is a disease. It destroys first your enemy, but you also. Mm. It destroys you, hate. They asked me what is my secret. My secret is a good wife and friendship. Friendship you cannot buy. When I was eight years old, my father says to me, "Eddie, Eddie, there's more pleasure in giving than taking. I saw he's cuckoo <laughs> now. Now that I have children, grandchildren, and great grandchildren, what you give, you get back. You give nothing, you get nothing back. See, this is important. I want to teach you, all the people who are younger, if you don't learn from us, there will not be a Great words there from Eddie Jaku, he's now 103 years old. Now, it's a good story, I encourage you to look it up and uh, just a feel good story. good way to end off the podcast today. Uh, Eddie had every reason to hate, um, but he finds every reason to be happy. He was sent to Auschwitz as a young man, escaped the death marches at the end of the war by hiding in a cave, and eating slugs and snails to survive. He was finally found by American troops and sent to hospital where he was told he was 65% dead and 35% alive. But still, he refuses to hate. Hate, he says, is the disease that destroys your enemy, then you. So, when he came out of the camp, he was very, very sick, but he said, when I left hospital, I made a promise. From now on, I will be a kind, polite, smiling person. Nothing will get me down. I think we can all take a leaf out of Eddie's book. Do yourself a favour, look him up, read his story. Let's be happy, ballers. Let's... Trade, banter, have fun, good conversation, good mates, and let's enjoy our fantasy football. See you later, deep ballers down under.